0: Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln, coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at Ticketfm.com. Here's your host, Jake Bakoven.
1: Welcome into the Ticket Water Cooler. I'm Jake Bachman. He is Nathan Britton, and we are here on a Thursday getting closer to the weekend. Plenty to talk about today as big money seems like it's on the horizon for Nebraska athletics. In the form of a big new Big Ten TV contract. Maybe it's NBC, maybe it's CBS. That'd be something new. Could be ESPN, could be Fox once again. Uh, but it is going to be fun to see how all this plays out. And of course, more money means more things you can do with that money. Very interesting timing uh, if this does go through. So it's uh, it's very interesting. But uh, before we get to all that, Nate, how are you doing today? Doing all
0: right. It's Thursday, uh, one step closer to the weekend. I will not be here tomorrow. I'm heading over to Nolans. Going to do some gambling. Going to do some drinking. We're going to have a good time. So it uh, it'll be fun. So. That's
1: not necessarily. That's a pleasure instead of work. <laughs> <laughs> it's something like that. I don't know. We'll we'll see. As long as I make it back alive, I'll be fine. Have you been? I've never been. I've never been either. Uh, my um, my brother went down there. He absolutely loved it. Any, anybody that I've heard from that's been down there loves it. I've
0: I've heard great things. But it's the uh, week before Mardi Gras, technically, because I think it's the last weekend in February is Mardi Gras. But supposedly it's basically a month long party. Oh, okay. So everything's set up supposed I I don't know. I again I've never been but I'll say that's a weird time to go. <laughs> I don't know. But again, so they said uh it'll be set up for Mardi Gras, so doing a little partying. Uh it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. I, I don't really know too much about Mardi Gras. From what I know it's basically just a
1: huge party in the streets. I know about the beads and such. See, right up my alley, (laughs) if there's some
0: type of party... You said you like to take your shirt off once you start drinking. I think they're all... (laughs) It might be a little chilly for that, though. I don't want to come back with a cold. (laughs) Who knows, though? I mean, it it, it very well could happen, so if you... uh,
1: well, we'll see. I'll have to let you know though.
0: I'll, I'll send you guys a, a selfie. If I did you?
1: Uh, have you? Did, were you in college? Did you do the spring breaks? Did you go to places? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went to uh,
0: Daytona Beach my sophomore and senior year. Nice. Um, and then went to Panama City my junior year because I was I was in Virginia, so we just drove. It, it yeah, really I guess wasn't from that there. Bad. Yeah, it was like I don't know twelve hours, which for a college kid, you just crack a couple Red Bulls and you're good to go. Yeah, cruise down. But I will say the the craziest thing that ever happened was. My senior year is when COVID hit, so I think it was our third day in Daytona Beach. We're on the beach. We we obviously cracked a, a few cold ones, had the drinks flowing, and then we get an email. Virginia Tech uh, classes are canceled for the next week. So what is going on? Turn on the TV. Basically, everything's going to hell. The world is falling apart. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, and I had no idea what was going on. I mean, I was a college kid on the beach. I, I had no clue what was happening. Uh, the next day goes by, Rudy Gobert gets COVID. They shut down all professional sports, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is world getting changed. really bad. So, you know what that means? Drink more. Yeah. So, you were on, the beach, I, you're on yeah. the beach when COVID hit. I, I, I honestly didn't realize the extremity, uh, the realness of it, until I uh, got back. And I was like, okay, this is real. But that was, that was definitely interesting, everything falling apart while I'm... Uh, just on the beach, college kid. My senior year, too, so I was living it up.
1: I was planning on it, and I have still haven't done it, so now I'm a little bit upset, but I was planning on taking a Euro trip right at that time uh, when COVID would have hit, so it okay. would have been really bad. i have never been to Europe. Instead, I broke my wrist, so I didn't want to go with a <laughs> broken wrist. did you break your wrist? What are you doing? I oh, playing basketball, just going up for a layup, and uh, oh. somebody more athletic than I at the speed. <laughs> uh, two guys went up to actually to contest it, and... Uh, Did you break it while going up, or
0: was it coming down?
1: Oh, no, coming down. I, like I said, I got bumped by two guys, so, like, I got bumped once, and then I was ready to brace for my fall, and then I got oh, bumped again, and then no. I was not ready to brace for that fall, and then uh, it was pretty pretty rough from there. Ugh. Yeah, but what, it, was, like, what was the pain like, perhaps. 10. Uh ten? The pain wasn't as bad, I suppose, as... You would think for the initial break, right? Mm-hmm. It just lingers, like you can't do anything. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just there. You, 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 you can not change it. Yeah, for a long time. It was uh it was a bad broken wrist. It broke in five places, so usually oh it usually breaks God. in one you know, one place. Yeah. So uh it took yeah, it took like a year. Um was it your dominant hand? No. It was my left hand. Okay, so you didn't have to
0: relearn how to write. That was always my biggest fear. If if I break, my left hand is useless. I do nothing with the left side of my body. My left leg, my
1: left hand, nothing. For some reason, I, I skateboard and I punt left footed. Not, not either too proficiently, but it just feels more natural. That's that always what held me
0: back in basketball. I can't, I can't go left. Oh, I know. layup. I just can't go left. I can, I can go can't left, but la-
1: once I get to the layup portion, I guess I probably nope. just didn't practice enough. I'm definitely a uh, dominant ball, a dominant hand type of guy there. Um, but, uh, yeah, so ultimately it worked out, though. Broken wrist instead of being stuck in Europe for COVID. That would have been weird. Um, also, Texter, that was uh, before my time. That was well before my time. I graduated in 2020,
0: so I graduated a little bit over a year ago, December of 2020.
1: Oh yeah, just um, asking about the the Virginia Tech campus yeah. shooting. Yeah. No,
0: I I know a lot of people that were impacted by that, and it's we still hold a vigil every single year. So I was there for the uh, 10 year anniversary. That was my freshman year. Um, still very raw subject. I mean, it was still it's just yeah, an absolutely Scary. terrible thing that happened. So um i was not around for that but i know plenty of people that were the entire blacksburg community i mean so many people that were impacted by that still live in blacksburg i mean it's one yeah. of those towns that very similar to lincoln i feel like if you're from there you, you just end up staying so i was not around during that but been to every vigil when i was in school so uh
1: definitely definitely a crazy thing that uh that happened yeah yeah very very crazy um but let's move on to some some sporting events, some sporting talk to get us going here. Um, how about uh, like like I said, the Big Ten is uh, is reportedly you know the, the bidding war is out there for mm-hmm. the TV contract. Um, don't worry, BTN fans, the, the the other games will be broadcast probably on BTN still. Right? Who knows though? I mean, if NBC gets it, maybe everything's on Peacock. <laughs> maybe. Uh, so you never know, kind of how this th- thing turns out. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's all the major networks are involved. Fox. Uh, ABC, which is ESPN, uh, NBC, uh, and CBS, which lost the SEC contract. So CBS is kind of fishing for something to do. Um, so that's kind of interesting. And the Big Ten, for what it's worth, um, it, it's not just happenstance that the Big Ten and the SEC kept, keep signing the biggest contracts. It's because those are the, the, those are the conferences that care the most. That's where most of the money is, you know, the biggest stadiums, the biggest fan bases, uh, and, and overall. Th- that's why I think down the line, I could see, and this is my bold take, big prediction down the line, is that I I could see this conference realignment thing turning into, especially when the SEC grabbed Texas and Oklahoma, mm-hmm. okay, this might be Big Ten versus SEC. Everybody else kind of gets uh, swallowed up into those. Then you kind of have the NFC, <laughs> kind of NFC, AFC type so of thing. So you think it's going to reach that point? I think it certainly could. We've all, You know, you've always talked about the point of, you know, kind of the major uh, schools getting together, creating their own league, um, I think that that's where it could be headed with the Big Ten and the SEC, and I don't know what it would mean to kind of the smaller schools, um, but they'd kind of just be left out of the picture, I suppose. Um, which they already kind you're of not, are. Yeah, I but mean. I mean, I just don't think you're that far away, especially, it's interesting, if the Big Ten does get an NBC deal, they'll be doing it uh, as well as in, with Notre Dame, which, of course, have had the NBC deal for years. Mm-hmm. Does that make it more likely that, the, that Notre Dame would eventually get engulfed into The Big Ten, and then the Big Ten's basically Southern Cal away from that 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 going down that path, right? Well, that's also interesting too, because if the Big
0: Ten does strike a deal with NBC. What does that mean for Notre Dame's payout? Because as of right now, Notre Dame has the NBC has the exclusive rights, so Notre Dame is getting all of that revenue from NBC. Now, if the Big Ten gets filtered into that, do they have some type of revenue share, even though they're not in the Big Ten conference?
1: I don't. Think I don't know they what would. the
0: optics behind that would. Yeah, be. I don't
1: think. I don't know. I think that if you're NBC – and you wonder where – you know, it, it's just it, – <laughs> you have to be behind the scenes to know this. Um, but where the money is, I don't think that they would want to break the Notre Dame deal or at all upset Notre Dame in any way. So no. I don't think that it would necessarily impact them other than the the, uh, the, the windows that they play in. You know, if, if, if Notre Dame's playing Temple and Ohio State's playing Michigan State – you know, they're probably not going to get the premier s- slot on NBC that day. Mm. So it, it's kind of interesting. It will af- impact them or affect them one way or the other. Um, but I don't know how much it would do in the money category because I think Notre Dame um, would throw quite a bit if there was even yeah, about Yeah, and that.
0: it's also interesting, too, because Notre Dame has the deal with the ACC mm-hmm. where they're ACC in every sport. Besides, I believe it's hockey and football. Yeah. I don't because I, I don't think the ACC competes in hockey, and I know Notre Dame is somewhat of a hockey school. But then, how would that? How does the ACC react to that? Right. The, the ACC has the deal with the ACC Network, obviously, and then ABC. So I don't understand. I mean, that's that's very interesting because, to my knowledge, NBC only has the deal with Notre Dame. I don't think – correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think they have a deal with another major conference. No, no. So then does that mean that Notre Dame would then have to switch from an ACC schedule where they play four ACC schools a year then to four
1: Big Ten schools a year? I don't think they would directly have to. I just think it would, like, naturally start to fit, right? Exactly. Because All of a sudden – because of, of those windows they're talking about, right? And now Notre Dame says, okay, well, if, if you're giving Ohio State, Michigan State uh, the prime time slot, then we'll take Michigan State instead of Virginia. Right, and then we'll take that. But slot. then, how does the ACC react to that? Because the well, ACC see, doesn't really matter. I
0: mean, but I guess. But then, that's the deal with Notre Dame is well, that you don't have to for like join the basketball for the footballs side. contract yeah. because then they have the basketball side where you're part of the ACC for basketball. You play in the ACC championship. I mean, even two years ago when they went to conference only schedules, Notre Dame was filtered into the ACC. Yeah. How does the NB? How does NBC? React to that decision, then if they have exclusive rights, it's just a very interesting dynamic because I don't know how the ACC is going to react to this because you definitely don't want to lose Notre Dame. Because when you have schools right. like Boston College and Wake Forest, I mean, I know this year was an enigma for Wake Forest because they went to the AC Championship, but when you have these bottom tier schools, you want to play Notre Dame. I mean, that is extra revenue for you. I mean, that's bringing in a top-tier school to your campus. I mean, that's putting you in. in prime time more likely than not. I mean, you don't want to give up any of that revenue, especially even on the basketball side of things because historically over the past decade or so, Notre Dame's been pretty good at basketball too. So it's just very interesting to me the dynamics behind this. And I don't even know if NBC... Would have to talk to Notre Dame because, like you said, you don't want to make it Notre Dame angry. Yeah, I I would, at the at end least. of the day, you want to keep <laughs> Notre Dame. I would so. at
1: least talk to him a little bit, right? Uh, try to make sure. But, but I mean, there are there are obstacles here, it, and it is kind of sad overall that the future of the sport seems to be relying on. TV deals right. and contracts, right? Um, but, you know, that's just kind of the way it is. I mean, that's where they're talking about a billion-dollar contract exactly. here per year for right. the Big Ten, uh, and that's, I mean, that's just crazy, and that's why the money's got so out of hand that these NIL mm-hmm. deals absolutely had to go through at some point because it's just getting too ridiculous, and, and, and but it does, it also, you know, Uh, brings up the point that, hey, Nebraska might have a whole lot more money, basically doubling their TV contract Mm -hmm. money coming in as well. Uh, All that, where's the $18.5 million coming (laughs) from for a certain contract? Um, There it is. Now, they're going to have to see how this plays out. I don't know the timeline of when a new deal would be struck or go through or when the money would come through, but um, uh, it is is becoming apparent that it will be a big contract. Again, if you're – You don't want to start spending the money before the deal is made. So, um, you know, you have to. If you're at Nebraska, you have to really make sure, um, you know, of of that sort of thing, the timeline of it, and if this report, many reports, are true Mm -hmm. that it's getting pretty heavy (laughs) as far as doubling the current contract that they have. Um, But. That opens up a, a possibility for a lot of things as far as yeah. uh, what you can do with that money again in in some of the smaller schools or, or you know around the big ten it's going to help everybody you can you can build um you know you can start different you know sporting complexes or whatever um so you, you kind of get to choose what you do with it I think that it's it could be fascinating and it's great for the big Ten as far as the possibility of of what i what I said the other day. Is that if you if you if you land the guy similar to Michigan State, they they feel like Mel Tucker's the guy. Right, sign him up. N- now all of a sudden, you know, the ACC, the Pac-12 is going to have a hard time. Yeah, SEC anybody's going to have a hard time coming in and getting your coach because you have Big Ten money. That's going to mean mm-hmm. something. It's going to be more than it ever has once this contract is signed. Um, and then the other thing is, if your coach doesn't work out could take some swings. That's, I mean, that right. I think that's what it's going to open up to. And so, you know, they, the Big Ten already has just a, 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 such a great league as far as coaches mm-hmm. go. And that was, I, I think, partially probably due to the previous deal that was set. Like the Big Ten and the SEC have been making that money. But I just think the separation is going to continue um, for those leagues. Not necessarily always on the field, but right. eventually you would think as the money continues over the decades, it will start to hit the field a little bit more for the Big Ten Obviously, uh, regardless of what happens, the SEC is doing fine. But, I mean, that's the thing, though, is the SEC, the reason
0: they have such dominant teams is because of the money, like you said. So if if the Big Ten is reaching the point where they're making this much money, I mean, I know there's always an SEC bias when it comes to the college football playoff. Would you have to switch to your point to a two-conference type of deal in, in football? Because you already basically have reached the point. That the committee is saying we're going to put two SEC schools in no matter what. I mean, I know obviously that hasn't always been the case, but if we look at this past season, Georgia's the number one team for the whole season, they lose to Alabama. And there wasn't even any type of doubt in anyone's mind that Georgia was going to be in the playoff. Right. It was that if Alabama has two wins, do you still somehow filter them into the playoff? The SEC at this point has has reached the point they will almost automatically send two schools because they have the money, because they have the recruits, because they have the prestige, because they've been winning all. Because the they've do, but <laughs> but that's the thing though is when you reach the point that you have this much money, you're gonna start getting higher higher-end recruits. You're going to start having these schools that are maybe a two-loss. We flirt with the idea that they're going to be in the playoff. Are we going to reach the point it's just SEC and Big Ten? Because if you look at this past season, if you have a two-loss ACC school, they have no chance. They have no shot to make the playoff. But we had the discussion multiple times, at least I know I did, if you have Alabama with two losses, why would you not put them in? Are we really really thinking in – well, as it opposed was, to it an undefeated Cincinnati, the, exactly. Yeah. But it was proven on the field. Even if Alabama lost that game to Georgia in the SEC championship, and they had two losses. They were still the superior team to Cincinnati, and I think everyone knew that. You had to put Cincinnati in because of what happened with Oklahoma State, because of what happened with Notre Dame, so on and so forth. But if you reach this deal where the Big Ten becomes this powerful, the other team, the other schools have no chance unless you go undefeated, which in a normal college football season that doesn't happen. So are we just going to end up being two SEC schools, two Big 10 schools?
1: Well, I I mean, hopefully the Big 10 can kind of get to that level of prestige, right? right? Um but uh I mean that, that if maybe that that maybe how it's filtering out, but I mean that's that's kind of how it works how it's kind of played out on the field. The the Pac-12 has not qualified for a lot of these Playoffs because they don't have a right. team worthy of qualifying. Um the, you know but, a lot of two
0: lost teams, but the money's not there. I mean, that's the thing. Right. When you look at the money in the SEC compared to the Pac twelve, I mean, it's night and day. It's yeah. it's completely different playing field. So does the Big Ten because of this money because of this contract reach that SEC level? They could. It certainly help.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, and that's why I predicted it. You know, that's why I'm, I've been saying right. those are t- the, like the the further and the longer this goes on the more it makes sense for Southern Cal to join the big 12, big 10 or the sec or, you know, one of these, the schools, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it may be not so like Oklahoma and Texas, they made the move that it doesn't make sense on the field. Oklahoma was winning the big 12 every, <laughs> every year. year. They didn't, yeah. you know, you're the boss. That's kind of USC and likely to be USC with Lincoln Riley out there. Um, but, you know, it, it's still money talks. Money makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, that's probably the future of this thing, I'm, I'm guessing, down the line, uh, and it's going to continue to um, maybe you know, take some fans out of it. I, I know a lot of people are, are less enthused about college football because it wasn't the way it was 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, um, but it's always been... Changing, you know, that's and that's not just college football. That's part of life. Change is on the way. It's going to continue to happen regardless of how much you fight against it. Um, But if we're following the money, I think that's where they're ultimately headed. I don't know how soon, um, but I mean, losing. I mean, the big
0: the big 12 is a perfect example. Like, how can you replace? I mean, I know that they did. But from a financial standpoint, how do you replace Texas with UCF? I I mean, you can't. I mean, you you just can't. I mean, the Big 12 is going to be bleeding after this. That's why they said, that's why they basically begged, don't leave the conference because you're going to bleed from this. And then you look at schools, say, for example, the ACC. You take out Clemson and Miami. What else does the ACC have left from financial? I mean, those are the schools that are basically putting it on their back. I mean, Clemson has just as much money as these SEC schools now. And you take them out, I mean, what do you do with these conferences? I mean, that, that's why, I mean, you've made a great point because if we keep filtering out these big money schools and placing them in the SEC, placing them in the Big Ten, where does everyone else go? What are you going to do? Yeah,
1: and how are you going to, you know, annually when when I mean the SEC is already just ridiculous, right? I don't, when you are Oklahoma mean, playing Georgia and Auburn and Texas A and M and Alabama and LSU, there's I mean, a lot of money. In then that. two lost teams absolutely should get in from the and SEC they're going to, because, and yeah, they as going well to. as they should, yeah. As opposed to an undefeated Pac twelve team, maybe minus Southern Cal, where Arizona State's beating Cal, and, and <laughs> right, yeah, it, it's right. You, it, you know, Oregon, it's, yeah, yeah, it it it's, it sucks. It's gonna hurt. A lot for a lot of those people. And for Nebraska, I maybe mean, it's going to show off, you know, the long-term thought process of joining the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Big Ten somewhat would be in danger of this, too, without the fact that they are getting this type of contract, right? I mean, think about if Ohio State Michigan pulled a Texas-Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it- I mean, if the SEC were able to convince, you know, the two biggest brand names in, in the Big Ten right. to go there, you, then you're talking about one league. But with this type I mean, of TV contract, it, it I mean, it, it's looking more and more like that would be off the table, at least for quite a bit of time. So, that I mean, at least if you're a Big Ten team, uh, you feel pretty good about, you know, where your conference is headed. If you're at these other conferences, again, I, I just don't, you know – it could be real it could just come down and and it's, it's 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 far from unbelievable now that Oklahoma and Texas did it that the Pac-12 could be and that's torn ding- apart the ACC yeah. and the alliance that was supposed to be on right the the, the handshake deal mm-hmm. Ohio State's ADs now saying no, we're not going to do that so <laughs> I, and again what where do you go from there because the Big 12 I
0: mean I still think it's a solid conference but BYU and UCF are you kidding me I mean, you lose Texas, who is the biggest college football brand basically oh, yeah. ever. They have their own network. They literally have their own network. You're losing them in Oklahoma, who's been a powerhouse that's made the college football playoff what, three times in its entire existence, and you lose them for UCF and BYU.
1: Yeah. I, I mean I it's it's gonna be very interesting to see where the And it's already happened to there. them. Nebraska and Texas A and M, they were Absolutely. number three and four. On Absolutely. That list, and they're they're out. Um, obviously, a long time ago. So um, it's uh, it, it's getting probably pretty desperate in those uh, those conference rooms. The mo- and the we, more and when we saw the NCAA, it's not what there's not one over ruler, right? There's nobody that's uh, that's telling all the conferences they can do this or that. It, it, it's 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 going to be kind of fin for yourself. And um, yeah. some of these conferences, I, I mean, it's going to be. Obviously, lesser. I mean, I, I feel like the, the, the Big 12 is already going to be somewhat like the Big East in basketball, where, yeah, you respect it. There's some brand names there, but it's not the old Big East. It's not what it used to it's be. And it's not going to no. be the old Big 12. No. And I, But it's. let me ask you this, then.
0: If this TV contract goes through the billion dollars or whatever it is, is that enough incentive to keep the Big 10 together? Say that again. I'm sorry. Is it, So, say this contract goes through. It's a billion plus dollars with NBC. Is that enough incentive to keep the Ohio States to keep the Michigans in the conference?
1: Oh, I think so, yeah. For quite some time, because that's more than the SEC makes for now until their contract comes Right, off. and <laughs> that's why you might have to pull the trigger on this deal. Yeah. It's just fascinating to see how all this stuff is going to play out. Cudoba uh, guy says, "What are you talking about? USC UCF has more a recent natty than Oklahoma." Oh my Texas. goodness gracious! <laughs> I hope that's a joke, Cudoba guy. Yeah, he put an LOL
0: after <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Didn't they put up a banner that they? Yeah, were they did. They hung <laughs> I would too if I was them. That's the closest you they're going to get to it. I mean, yeah,
1: they did beat Auburn. Yeah, it was the Fiesta Bowl, maybe. I don't yeah. even know. That was a great bowl game. <laughs> McKinsey Milton, we'll talk about this around the c- corner. McKinsey Milton might be less popular in Lincoln and Norman uh, for some comments that he, he's had. So we'll get to that as well as talk about the money. Again, uh, the possibility Nebraska could use that money and what they could do with it. That's coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cooler brought to you by Coligan Water on 93.7 the ticket.